Are you still on? No. Yes, uh, maybe not. I don't okay. know. So what's your favorite food, favorite place to go eat? Mexican. What, what Mexican place? Well, it don't make any difference if it's good. <laughs> as long as it's good Mexican. All right. All right. If you, uh, if you could spend the day doing anything, what would you do? I love to travel. You love I to do. travel. I do. Uh, you know what? I, I've gone to Hawaii after I came out here and bought. You went to Kenya? Ke- yes. Uh, after I came out here and. You've been on a cruise? Two or three. Yeah. With you, I, be- mm-hmm. I think too with y'all. I love that stuff. And um, I don't intend to quit. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could ask her that would. Um, so you're still single? Yes, but uh, but I always got my eyes open. Oh, <laughs> all right. I've got my eyes open for the hey for the right one, mm. not just anyone. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> Okay. I, I do. I, I think. I think God bless marriage. I think God that intended for uh, people to be together and be happy. That doesn't mean every the hours happy, but it means life is good if you make it good. Each week, we take a moment, sit down, and talk about things going on at the road and what we call the road detour. So we always just kind of start with some casual conversation. So we were talking about the garden, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell me again what you got in the garden. Well, I've got tomatoes, and I've got flowers planted between my tomatoes to keep the bugs off of them. I've got uh, two squash plants that are fixing to bud, and I've got uh, some beans in the ground that haven't sprouted and you yet. you planted some potatoes? Yes, yesterday, but they were the little red potatoes. Yeah. But it, it's just uh, something for me to do. I enjoyed seeing things grow. And yeah. Tell me just a little bit about what it was like growing up in Kentucky. You were born in 1934? Yes, and I, I worked. But I liked work. I think work is healthy. Yeah. What kind of work? Hard work. What would y'all do? We, we worked in the field. We did the same thing that, that boys did. Yeah. So how many girls, how many boys in the family? Oh, Rick, there were, well, out of the 16, now there were four of them that died. Out of the 16, four of them were boys, and the rest of them were girls. Okay, so the majority of the workforce was, was your sisters. Yeah. Yes. And y'all had and, a dairy farm and, a toba- and grew tobacco? And corn and wheat and everything. We, we grew nearly everything we ate. Yeah, yeah. What's your best memory about growing up like that, Mom? Well, you you didn't get lonely because there was always something something to do us. As kids, we played a lot. Mm-hmm. We made our own activities. Right. We had playhouses and. Uh, it, we didn't buy too many toys because there were too many of us. And back then, it didn't seem like kids required toys. Yeah. How poor were you guys? How poor? We were rich. 
You were rich. Yes, we were rich, not in money, but we I was going to say, in... none of that seemed to make it down my way. I didn't know what happened there. No. <laughs> we were rich in blessings. Yeah. Uh, my, I, I think my dad and mom both were, were pleased with the, the crop that they raised. The kids? Yes. The kids? Yeah. Well, for those of you who don't know, this is my mom. My mom is 88 years old and about 88 and a half now, right? Just about. Yeah, I'll be 89 in September. September, yeah. Seen a lot of things happen in her life. In 2013, my dad, her husband passed away. He'll be dead 10 years tomorrow. 10 years tomorrow. Moved out here. And that was a big thing, Yeah, moving out here. But it, it was a blessing. Uh, so many people said, Josie, don't move. It's really, you're supposed to stay at a place a year before you make any decision. But God worked in that. And and I didn't have any control over it. The house went quick. Uh, I moved and stayed with my daughter in Edmond for a month and moved where I am now in July. He died in May, and I yeah. was out here By July. in June, yeah. but in, in my house in July. Yeah. And how and big of a blessing has it been to be out here? It's it's been it's far more a blessing than I realized. I miss my I have four sisters left. I miss them. I've had three or four to die that I didn't get to go home to, uh, but that's okay because if you don't do something for someone while they're alive, you can't do it. Nothing after they're gone. So yeah. I did what I could right. there. Right. Um, uh, I, have, I haven't always been a Christian, Rick. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was saved when I was 13, but my family wasn't religious, as you would say it. But mom and dad knew the Lord after we didn't go to church until my older sister started going to church. You know, I can remember it was like a circuit preacher. Uh, he, they'd have the Methodist church would have the building one week, and then maybe the Assembly of God the next week. Do you remember that? We no, I went to uh, a Church of Christ. The Church of Christ was where my older sisters, my half sisters, went, mm-hmm. and uh, they were saved and baptized that day. Mm-hmm. But we did not. Uh, my dad and mom did not join it, and my immediate family didn't. It was my older brothers and sisters who were about 20 years older than me. Okay. My oldest sister was about 20 years older, older than, than me. Older than you. Okay. Yeah. And uh, after, after that, uh, my oldest, two oldest sisters started going to church. She started driving, and we started going to church, and... And mom and papa started going. and uh, So I can remember as a kid staying with them and going to a little old uh, church house that would rotate who well, got to use the little building, even mm-hmm. when I was a little kid. Yeah. Well, it was always a little church. Mm-hmm. It was a, always a little. Uh, what, what was the hardest thing about growing up on, on a farm, um, gosh, almost 100 years ago? What was the hardest you thing know, about You know, I was real up? timid. And I think that was a hard part for me. I did not become alive until I left home mm-hmm. and went off to school. That's that's when I became myself. I don't know where I didn't 
uh, develop my personality or what, but I was real... Uh, well, well, you had obstacles to overcome. You had vision issues yes. that uh, kept you held back in school because you I couldn't see. I missed two two years in school. Yeah, uh, because uh, but I went on. I did feel like God had something special for me, and He did. And uh, even Lewis said, "You're the missionary for our family." Because you had surrendered to the mission field, right? At at sixteen. At sixteen years old, surrendered to the mission field. Pursued that and went to per, first person in your family go to college. No, no. Uh, I have an older sister that went to beauty school, Ruthale. Okay. And uh, uh, Jesse, who passed away last year, she went. She had a college degree. Uh, yeah. And you went to what school? Cumberland. Cumberland Baptist College in Williamsburg, Kentucky, and I worked up there. Worked your during, way for two years. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was it was one of the best two years of my life. Okay, I wept when I had to leave. Okay, uh, I did mission work up there. The mountain people were so different, but once you got their confidence, you had taken a big step. Yeah, and uh, God opened up fields for me. I worked under an association of missionaries, and one day the president of the College called me in, and he said, Josie, well, I thought, well, what have I done? Because I was working there at the college, too. He said, Josie, you have had more influence on the mountain people than any preacher that's ever come up here. I said, no, Dr. Boswell, that wasn't me. It was God going in front of me. Mm -hmm. And... uh, uh, I was chosen as the most outstanding Christian girl on the campus. Well, that's amazing. Huh. You didn't know that. I didn't know that. No. Well, I don't like to tell it because it it has a sense of bragging, and we don't we don't need to brag about ourselves. We need uh-huh. to brag about the Lord. So you didn't go to the foreign mission field. Came back home, right? Uh, well, uh, there was a. Let me finish. There was a teacher that there that. Uh, was coming to Oklahoma, and she chose two, three students to come with her, me and a girl and a, a man. He was a—most of them that went up there had something in mind to do. And uh, so— In the we, ministry, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We came—she lived in Norman, Oklahoma, and we came out here on, while she was on vacation. So this is about 19-what? Well, I was in my 20s. Late 40s? I was in my 20s. Late 40s, early 50s? Probably. No. If you I, were born I, in 34 and you were 20, that'd and be I was 19, I'd graduate from high school in 1955. Okay. So it's mid-50s then. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so uh, she showed me Oklahoma and uh, took me to the Capitol. I went to OBU. In fact, I considered OBU, mm-hmm. and uh, why? But I did come out here in the summer, and uh, stayed with a associational missionary. I taught at False Creek with some other summer missionaries. I, it was a blast for my life. That's good. And uh, I've had such a glorious life through Christ. It was. So you end up meeting Dad, getting married. Yes, I, I was 24 years old when I got married. 
And then uh, uh, y'all got was, married in 59? Yes, it was a blind date. So Does that mean he was blind or you was blind? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, neither one of us intended to marry, put it that way. Yeah. But, yeah. but God saw fit that we did, and uh, he, he produced two wonderful kids, you and Valerie, and uh, Lewis was a good, good father. He he had another a son from a previous marriage, and that son is is just as doing as well as y'all, right? Uh, spiritually, right? All right, let's talk personal stuff for a second. You raised me up. You did a good job as a mom. I'll tell you that now. This is kind of in celebration of Mother's Day. Why don't you share maybe a couple of the hardest things you dealt with with me raising me up? Well, it's one if you have any sense, because every time you turned around, you was knocking yourself out. I was. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was, uh, we were living, you know, a house burnt in 1962. Valerie was, no. Yeah, she was. She was born in 62. 62. And uh, we had to move to this old house behind a store because we didn't have, first we went to an attendant house in Kentucky that on the farm, and uh, I couldn't even drive. You, you, you didn't get your get, driver's license. I was in about the first grade. But you got on that tractor. Oh, yeah. I remember being on the tractor. You had to watch gear. Rick every step of the way. Mm-hmm. He's got a grandson that mm-hmm. you have to watch, too. <laughs> you had a birthday party. Y'all played ball. Got hit you in got the head with the baseball. Out. Got hit in the head with the baseball. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you, you were climbing on the back of the couch, fell behind the couch, and knocked yourself out. Listen, this explains a lot, right? This explains a lot. Yeah, it does. So, uh, was I a strong-willed kid? Was I uh, a rebellious kid? How, from a parent's perspective, what did all that look like? You were, uh, you wanted to investigate everything. You wanted to know why it worked and how it worked. I never will forget when our dog had little pups, and you'd sit out there and you'd pull the ticks off that pup. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't kill them. You'd just lay them aside. <laughs> you came in with ticks on you. The <laughs> <laughs> difference between you and Valerie, Valerie could entertain herself. She could find and make herself comfortable. You had to have something to do all the time. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. What was the hardest thing about raising children? If you had if you had a word to give to parents today uh, to help them raise children, what would you say, man, this, here's something I did I wish I hadn't done or something I wish I had done more of? Well, what I wished I hadn't done was I wished I had been more patient with you because patience would have given me a more of a chance to deal with the kids instead of worrying about the dust, the floors, and stuff like that. The other thing about how best, if I had it to do over, would be uh, in Titus. I think it's Titus 2, 4, 6. It said mothers were to be the keepers of the house. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to work until uh, Valerie, you were already in school. Mm-hmm. Valerie was to start the school. That was one of the hardest decisions that I had to make that pertain to you and Valerie 
Lewis was not always at home, so therefore I had, uh, uh, it was a little bit harder. Right, it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, but when I, he, he was laid up, so he was with y'all, and I went to work, and uh, I worked there 31 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Titus, it said a woman should be the keeper of the house, and I really think today that if we as mothers, you know, God gave us an awesome responsibility. We make fathers. We make husbands. God gave us this, let us have a part in it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's awesome. He created, created man and woman for each other, but yet he let man and mother and father help create an offspring that would have so much of you and so much of your husband. That's amazing. So uh, I, it's, it's great. I, I love every minute of it. it. It hasn't always been easy, though. It never but is I, easy. I would I ha- say mothers, your greatest responsibility is to care for what the precious things that God has given you, not your property. Take care of it because he gave you that. But property doesn't have life. Mm-hmm. People do. So do you know what one of my big memories of you is as a child? You never watched TV. No, I read a lot, studied a lot. Yeah, every evening you'd go get your stuff done. You'd go, you'd go to bed pretty early, go get in the bed, and then you'd well, read. Well, the reason I did, we'd get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, milk cows before we went to school. Yeah. So I was used to Getting going. Up early. Yeah, and I still... I still retire early and read right as much as I can. Right. I don't. I don't read like as much as. How I much? Do. How much Bible do you read a day? How much Bible? I'm reading a Bible plan. You do the Bible reading plan mm-hmm. every day, and I still memorize. And then, so you're 88 years old. And you're still memorizing scripture. Uh huh. Okay. It takes me longer. It's it's harder to uh, remember it. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. What are you working on right now? Is there a scripture that you're memorizing right now? Yeah. It's the one I've held on to ever since COVID. Okay. Uh, Psalms 34, 4. I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. And I use that with everything, not just— It's a great verse. Not just COVID. So every day you get up, you're spending some time in God's Word. So is all you do the Bible reading plan? Is that all you do, or do you do something else? Well, I don't. I do my Bible study. I was taking uh, the Bible precepts, co- precepts class. Yeah, precepts yeah. class. But I retired a little bit because it was a little hard on me. But yeah. I'm going back when she starts back on Joshua. Um, so a lot, and Rick. I can teach, but I will not teach unless I'm prepared. Right. It would take me a longer to prepare now than it, than used, it to. used to. Right. But I can lead. So I think I get a lot of my passion for God's word from you. Um, you know, you you spiritually led our family for a long time before dad kind of caught up. Yes, but your dad read the Bible probably more than I did. Really toward the end of his mm-hmm. life, he read the Bible a lot. He he, he read through K. Arthur's. 
that big book of chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I, we brought you in because it's Mother's Day. And so I wanted to hear, you know, your insight for, for moms that are out there. It's tough being a mom. It's tough being a dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tough being married, right? And uh, you guys had a successful marriage. I know that uh, no, there's no such thing as a marriage that doesn't go through struggles. Right. Um, you did a good job raising kids. I tell you, every time I see you, I kiss you on top of the head and tell you I love you. No, you, I'm ball up there. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, guys, you get to see a little bit of what our interaction is like. And, uh, you know, mom's been out here since 2013, 10 years now. She's got to be here a part of the church and, uh, and, and make some incredible friends, some incredible friends that are a blessing to me because of how they take care of you. And they, they do a great job of yeah. uh, just being a part of our family. I, yeah, I love our church. I love the people that are here. Um, and but I think even our, where I live, there is, it's, it's great. Right. Our people understand that we're created for relationships, yeah. and, uh, and they work hard at it with God. I mean, that's why we do the Bible reading plan. Um, you know, and I, and I think it's a great testimony that you, as an 88 and a half year old woman, you're getting up and, and you're doing what your church does and you're memorizing scripture and, uh, and can talk openly and freely about it. Uh, man, that is, that's just a great, strong testimony. But the relationships that we have, um, for people that are on the same path, on the same course, makes life worthwhile, makes life meaningful. I want you to know that I'm privileged to have had you here for the last decade. Well, you know, uh, when Rick was saved, he was saved, and it was a, I thought it was a real thing. But when he left home, both of the kids left home at 16, 17. When he left home and he went to Nashville, and when he called back that night and he was weeping terribly, and I said, oh, Rick, what is wrong? He said, Mom. I just got saved. I lost that pride. I'm, I could have crawled down the aisle. And you know what? I thought he was saved all along. Only God knows what he did. But I'm, I'm proud that God took him. I didn't call him. God called him. I mean, uh, probably if that's a hard life. Being a minister is a hard life. So... Uh, he had a great job, but money's not the, not everything either. Um, money's a good thing because the Lord wouldn't have made it if He hadn't. So, but uh, what was your question? <laughs> that he's serving the Lord. Both of them are. My my daughter is serving too. She, in her capacity. And she feels just as led uh, in what she's doing. And uh, I have loved getting to be your pastor. And we still sit down and we talk out things and we hash out things about Scripture and uh, have some pretty good discussion about that. And uh, I just love you getting to be a part of my life. And thank you for coming. And I know this makes you uncomfortable. Thanks for coming and talking to me a little bit. Thank you. All right. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Do not miss this Sunday, Mother's Day. We got we got a special gift, a special gift for all of our mothers, all of our ladies. Right? It's not just our moms. I want to clarify that we're going to celebrate our women. If you're a woman, you show up. We got something for you because I understand 
Life's not, life doesn't always work out the way we plan. So we're going to celebrate every woman who shows up. And then we got our baby dedication in all four services. Got about 40 babies that we're dedicating. You make a plan to be here. Always one of our biggest days. And thanks for taking time to tune in to The Road Detour.